I just fought all that way to take the skin off the onion. Exactly. (laughs) And I jumped on that with y'all, and like by 1.30, 2 in the morning, I'm like, let's go again! Y'all are like, no, man, we're tired. (laughs) We're done. And the whole time you watch these cinematics, you're realizing, fuck, I'm two steps behind. Yeah, I, I, I think that was it. Like, I feel friend. like you only, you? Uh, yeah, I, I feel like he only listens when he fucking wants to. <laughs> I, I feel like he has become self-aware and he's like, yeah, 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 I'm coming, I'm coming. It takes like two or three commands for him to be like, all right, all right. Like, Craig, Craig, get in here. No. Put the drink down, Craig. No. We need you in here with your I'm recorder. Need more. <laughs> Son of a bitch, Craig. Okay, what's up, everybody? Uh, this is episode 80 of the Retro Rents. The big eight zero. Yeah, we're 20 away from the century mark. We're going to have to think of something special for that so, one. Something for the 100, but yeah. Yeah, like a, a super guest or something like that or... I don't know. I don't know. I we'll have to really think about that one though. We we'll have to do like a giveaway or something. God knows I have enough games. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> yes, it is episode eighty of the Retro Reds, and I am Al. I'm Nick. What's going on, dude? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a good week or two weeks, I should say. We're, yeah. we're actually on schedule. It felt it felt like it flew by. Mm-hmm. No, it really did. Um, I know I've got the the new job uh, speed going where it's like every day uh-huh. is going by real quick now. Ah, uh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of lots of cool stuff, fun stuff, challenges. Loving it. Like it's just, I'm really like enjoying. Uh, you know, being back in the a good work grind under a great leader. It's just, it's great. It's great stuff. It's always a positive thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's after what was a very long, you know, eight months or so. Uh, it's very nice to be back to just a good, productive, functional uh, working environment. I love it. Mm-hmm, love it. Mm-hmm. What's up with you, dude? Not much. Uh, still playing Hades. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still having a blast with that. I finally, I'm, I'm getting into some good roles. Uh, I finally got, well, I say got to the end slash beat it. Yeah. You know, obviously, as you stated, as you stated, I think last time, like it, it is only the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I came and hung out uh, at one of your Hades fights. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, you were there. You're like, oh, stop for my daily run. <laughs> yeah, that's I I gotta say, it's probably one of the most brilliant things about that game is the second you watch somebody else play it, you're like, son of a bitch. Now I gotta yeah. go play it. <laughs> yeah, and and. and Funny enough, like you know, it's like I beat the game, so it's like okay now because I've all I've also been avoiding like looking at any kind of like uh, sure. playthroughs sure. tips. Tri- like yeah, that. yeah, it's like now that it be, it's like okay now I will watch some of that, and it's, and it's so eye opening. It's like oh no, now and I got to do like, that. Yeah, and it's like you start to see the utter perfection of oh, game yeah. design that that is. Oh yeah, because again, for a lot of people. Right there was the finish line, and they're super happy with that, and that's great. And they can put it down and be like, yeah, I did that. But then you're like, oh my god. I just fought all that way to take the skin off the onion. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, I mean, I'm still enthralled by it. Like now, I, I mean, I, I think I've finally reached the point. I, like, I don't know how many hours I have. I know there's a way to look it up via the <laughs> Xbox store. But it's like I like I'm finally getting to the point where it's like I'm starting to get a few people doing repeat dialogues, but still not right. not like everyone. And there's still like story to uncover. So I haven't like I, yeah, that, that's the part. That, like I didn't watch any of that. It was more like like builds and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you know better ways of playing, so to speak, like a little little you know insights. Because sometimes you're you're also going through it and it's like you know it's like you're not really comboing things together, but now you know, I've watched a few videos like, Oh, there's these great combos. And it's like, yeah, ah, I got to start doing that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it makes more sense. Now, obviously you're still dealing with RNG, but it like, you can at least like potentially go down a route of like, okay, if I get this, then, then maybe I can couple with this. And, and it makes sense because I've gotten it before, but never like together with like two boons together and all, and all that kind of stuff. So. But uh, yeah, but yeah, st- still having a blast with it, uh, and and it's just it, you're right. It, like it is like I feel like it is still like the perfect game. Yeah, it, it just is, and it's one of those what I what I think is so brilliant, and you know, it, uh, obviously you'll start playing other games and put oh, that yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you always come back to it once in a while. You're just like, ah, just, I just, I gotta do another run. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, it's definitely one of those, like, it can, you know, it scratches the itch for a little bit and just like, you can put it down, pick it up, you know, wherever you left yep. off and just go at it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, it brings another game to mind, which I'll get to uh, on my turn, but mm. it's, it's another one where, again, the design, was so intentional and so perfectly done that it's just it's it's like I can't there's not one bad thing I can say about that game. I really can't. I can't nice. think of a negative thing about Hades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same here. Like like you know, I'd say the only bad thing is like, where's the DLC? <laughs> <laughs> but apparently well, they're not they're not even doing that. So it's, it's like say, a complete game. Yeah, super giant games. Um generally don't do that they're like we're gonna give you the whole game yep you know as we see it and that's it like they're not gonna milk I, it. I, I, I can fully appreciate that i can i kind of wish they would though um mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I would oh yeah it's like it's like i definitely want like you know it's like you know give me more in the sense of like you know maybe like you know another set of levels or something like go something, up to olympus you know type of thing. and a little more crack, yeah. a little more crack you know you can't yeah. just cut us yeah. off here. Got any more of that Hades? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, and, and in a way, that's their genius. Like, oh, yeah. This is definitely their best game. But like, Bastion was great as another great one mm, by them. Yes. Transistor yes. was great. It's Fantastic games. Absolutely. Yeah. I played those. Yeah, yeah. They just they make wonderful, wonderful games. And, um, yeah, like I, I, to me, they've become like what I think everybody thought uh, CDPR was going to be with Cyberpunk, where it's just like, no, mm. this is that developer, you know, just give them the time, let them do their thing, and they'll give you some quality. Like they released it in early access. I remember being a very early adopter on Hades, not quite getting it at first, like understanding it, but, you know, as it went along. And then I kind of forgot about it, you know, as we talked about. And then the Noclip documentary came out as they were getting ready for 1.0. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit, this has really come a long way. Yeah. And then it just, again, it's another, another like big high mark, if not the highest mark in their catalog, man. Like, 
um oh god greg kasabin and, and and the crew over there are just they're killing it like you, you can just tell like they well yeah well even like their approach like i i'd say it's almost very much a, like a grassroots style approach yeah. to how they you know they got the game out there it's like you know you mentioned like cdpr it's like obviously it's like witcher 3 i think like you know it set the bar real high and obviously it, now now speaking of which there's also season two coming oh, i can't wait oh <laughs> I, know, right? I can't wait looking sweet there um but but i mean that 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 kind of builds into maybe like part of the problem like i don't know if cdpr uh, is part of those rights or if it's like the the witcher people yeah. control the rights of that so oh, i'm, no, curi- no, no, no. I'm uh, curious on that um i think they i think they still have rights to make games with the property um in the no, sense I mean, like like who controls like the the series like the cdpr have any say in that or they simply oh oh the tv the witcher, series they the have witcher none. people have no they have that. none okay uh it it it's that's more on the witcher people and okay uh, i I can't think of his name andre uh something or other um but no uh, cdpr just basically bought the rights to make games in that world uh in in uh, in this this gets into a sticky thing if you want to read something interesting but it was one of those uh, very similar to tolkien where um you know, Tolkien let the movie rights for his books go for pretty much nothing mm. because at at the time he was just like, this is never going to be filmed. There's no right. way you could film this. So he didn't really think about, you know, that long term uh, when they bought the rights to make the first Witcher game uh, when CDPR made the first one, I don't know, 10 years ago now, maybe more. Something like that. Yeah, it was in all respects it was a good deal for the author um you know there's been some stink now he's he's real upset that like the game has done so well and he only got this much and it's like eh, brother that's what you signed for yeah that, that, that's what and, drew my question because i remember they're like not necessarily well it probably is a falling out but yeah just kind of a uh a bit of a row between the author and cdpr in terms of like you know the witcher 3 like just heightened all this you know yeah, they made so much just, off of it it was one of the the series definitely owes its thank you to the Witcher three. Yeah. Um, as much as I loved the first two Witcher games, um, nobody really knew what those were. Yeah, it, uh, it established that popularity of yeah. But yeah, it, it, yeah, so, that, 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 you know, but they, it ultimately goes back to the you know the CDPR. So like you know the Witcher three set this bar so high that it's like okay when Cyberpunk came out that you know like. The, it's the usual, like, you know, it got overhyped by its own fan base. I wouldn't... Be... I think that's, yeah, I think that's a big part of it. And I think I think the fan base kind of let themselves down yes. a bit, too. Because yeah. a lot of people forget, I didn't, because I bought The Witcher 3 at release, uh, forget what a mess that game was. Oh, yeah, it, it was like, you know, it, it took it a while before a it got to a good point. But it was like, it was like, I think by the time they had, like, Game of the Year... And it was coming out on multiple consoles and like Nintendo and all that, where it's like it, it entered like a, a, a level of the, I say, gaming consciousness. That yeah. It was like, you know, it's like everyone knew Witcher 3. But that, I mean, that, and that's part of it too. Like you, you go back to like Witcher 1 and 2, it's like a lot, you're like, hell, I haven't even played, you know, Witcher 1. I dabbled it's in great. 2 and it was okay. <laughs> but it was just like, yeah, it, you know, 
it's you know so witcher 3 set that bar so high and you know and, and then it's like they're riding on the hype they're letting the, the hype ride and then and then it lands and it's just like you know it's there's no way any game and, and this has happened with other games too where like if it, it's something gets just so hyped up yeah you know, because the player base is so fervent for you know what, what has happened in the past and they think like oh yeah we're going to capture lightning and bottle a second time which sometimes mm-hmm. happens don't get me wrong it depends on you know what whatever the game happens to be but yeah, it's it's well beyond the scope of like yeah any reasonable expectation, and so it ends up letting people down. It does. I I think there is definitely blame to lay at CDPR's feet though. Oh yeah, again, like yeah, this if, is not letting them off the hook by any stretch of the imagination. But I, I'm in comparison again. Let's talk Supergiant. Like every mm-hmm. time Supergiant Games starts out to make a new game, that they, they basically make it a point to say, "We're going to try something else." Don't compare our last games. This might not work, but we're going to do our thing and we hope you like it. And that has been their approach every time. And whereas CDPR, I think, kind of jumped on, in a sense, the Howard train of this is going to be amazing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're absolutely uh, right. And it's like, you're right. Supergiant kind of, you know, they they set the bar in the opposite direction of like, hey, we're we're, we're Mm -hmm. out to make something cool. Like, I'd say the only relation thing, like commonality, at least with, you know, like the three mentioned was like, it's an isometric view, but that's where yeah, it ends. That's pretty I, much it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Because I feel like, you know, Transistor, Hades, and um, Bastion, Bastion are completely different games totally. in, in every respect. Um, yep. you know, great, you know, obviously great storytelling. Isometric is, is like the only two, <laughs> like, yeah, say, it's about like it. any you know, unique uh comparison, but yeah, and 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 again, it's that whole grassroots thing where it's like they, they kind of, you know, I because I, I think I want to say Bastion did it go through an early access, yes. I, if I remember correctly, oh, I might be pushing it here, but I, I think Bastion was at the very it was at the cusp of when Hail early access, beginning of early yeah, access. Yeah, yeah, like started to become a thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to say that, uh, they went through like a Kickstarter or something, and something like that. There was something, if I remember correctly, definitely wasn't like Steam early access, but yeah, but, no. But nonetheless, yeah, it's like it was like the early cusp. So, it, and I'd say that's almost genius because you know some of the videos I've come across uh, for Hades have been like three, four years old. I'm like, wow, this thing has been around forever. But then I realized, that, like, when I'm watching, it's like, oh, this was during early access development and like some of the some of the abilities have like drastically changed uh since then but you know they i think they also took early access in in a correct fashion that you know they let their players play it and kind of like hammer out the problem listen to it yeah Yeah, they list they listen to the issues and the people that stuck by for sure exactly exactly so, so yeah, so all right, Hades aside. <laughs> what else yeah. Hades aside. Uh, Phasmophobia celebrated, uh, I think it's one year. Oh, wonderful. Party. It had, it, and they've been, they've been adding so, you know, new stuff left and right. I, I think, uh, maybe a month or two ago, they added some new ghosts. Oh. Uh, completely redid, uh, the ghost. Well, I say redid, but, um, uh, basically everything you knew about the ghost about two months ago is completely different now because they had to add the new ghost. They added some new equipment to work with. Well, I'm going um, on about a year here. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, still absolutely terrifying. Uh, I think since you played, they've added a new map, uh, maybe two maps. I'm going to say um, the last new map I remember was the, uh, asylum. 
Okay, yeah, they had this. Uh, well, now they got like a prison level and a or the very... prison level. That that's that was the last okay. new one okay. I remember. Yeah, they got that one, and then they have a very very tiny house, like smaller than oh god, like the one roadhouse thing. It it is like like it's crazy tiny, and it. it's so tiny that basically if the, if you have a requirement for like you know trying to get the the ghost to hunt you or something and survive, like you're, you're not dead. surviving. Yeah, it gets too <laughs> small. Um, so like and it's been awesome and uh they're they're they've been taking suggestions and i'll I'll, uh i'll plug uh edge who's who's part of the crew he put in a fantastic uh suggestion uh that's getting like crazily crazily upvoted on the discord and basically it boils down into uh they're, they're looking for like more things to put into like for like a hard mode or something like that yeah and the idea is uh you know there's a breaker switch you know in the game normally and all you have to yeah. do is just, you know, flip it on. The ghost will sometimes throw the breaker, and you got to go reset it. Yeah. His, his suggestion that's getting crazily upvoted is you have to find the actual breakers, you know, or like breaker, um, uh, like the actual fuse switches. Yeah, the fuse switches. Thank you. Uh, you. Find the fuse switches in the house, and maybe there's only a limited amount of fuse switches. So if the ghost like blows through the fuses, you're oh my god, in, you're working in darkness the entire time. Then that's and, awesome and it's getting it's getting a lot of a lot of crazy upvotes so if you like phasmophobia go on the discord go go find it up you know uh, you give it the upvote <laughs> so it's funny you mentioned that because i was gonna uh, bring it up later mm -hmm. but um it is getting around that time of year and about a month uh, yes. or so mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. i'm gonna do a uh, extra life again ah and uh yeah if krieger and the gang like um I, I would definitely love to end my night the same way because like, <laughs> Doing another 24. I, I can't tell y'all enough. Like that gave me the boost of energy I needed to make oh, it sure. to the end. Sure. Like I was falling asleep by like nine 30, 10 o'clock. Don't remember what I was playing, but I was getting real tired. And then y'all had me, you know, we're like, Oh, let's go play this. And I jumped on that with y'all, and like by one thirty, two in the morning, I'm like, "Let's go again." Y'all are like, "No, man, we're tired." <laughs> we're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, I, I, they're always down for more phasmophobia. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was great. That was great times, especially when uh, I think it was Krieger's wife scared the shit out of him. <laughs> I never laughed so hard in my life. <laughs> that was the best fucking thing that has ever happened on any of my streams. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so great. But yeah, no, that's awesome. All right. So you're yeah. playing some phasmophobia. What else we got there? Uh, last is uh, Icarus Beta Weekend 3. Uh, oh, I the missed Arctic it, but region. I can't wait to hear about it. Oh, uh, oh it. it's absolutely wild. Uh, they added, so basically, they added the Arctic zone. Uh, you still have the forest zone. So basically, it's like you, you, cra you already say crash land, but you, you drop pod into the forest uh, as usual. And basically, you have to you know do the same things we were doing last uh, two weekends, just you know survive and whatnot. But we have to yeah. transition eventually over to the Arctic region. So you're doing a lot of like migratory, <laughs> you know, hopping, making yeah. like little you know shelters and whatnot along the way, and then uh, establish basically a base in the freezing Arctic. There's it, it, it is fantastic looking. I mean, it looks like Ooh. you know you're walking on like one of those glaciers and like Iceland, and mm -hmm. but you're surrounded by mountains. It's completely barren. Ooh. You you have like complete line of sight as a result, so you can see like polar bears in the distance, like patrolling wolves, you know, in packs running around. Uh, oh, and because cool. there's no trees, you know, it's like you can you can see as far as the eye can see, type of thing. 
but it but also means there's build no a house. Exactly. <laughs> there are no supplies there. Like or bare, you know, there's like driftwood here and there. There's like enough if you can scrounge it together, but it's not it's not readily available. So uh, but very can much... you make an igloo if you have a knife? Oh man, that would be awesome if you could make an igloo. No, you can't make an igloo. Not, not currently. I no. feel like that's a misstep on their part. Oh, that would be I awesome. Mean, you are a space ranger. Yeah, no, right. You should have a like a blowtorch knife. <laughs> <laughs> make you make a little ice cubes. To, yeah, you should be able to carve some ice blocks. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna submit that idea. I feel like they're missing something here. <laughs> it was no, like that. that I would love to have like be able to like tame the wolves and have like a sled dog team that you can just like you know see <laughs> ride through the snow like, area. You need to be making games. I know, right? They're not, they're not <laughs> on that environment. That's right. I mean, you can still you can still make it cold as shit, and anytime you step outside the igloo, you better have furs on and your oh, temperature. Oh, is just well, that, yeah, that's the thing. Like we have our furs on, and yeah, you're just freezing to death if you're not like you know like we're hovering around like campfires at night, you know, when the temperature <laughs> drops you well below zero. It's like it's it is super absolutely cool. hilarious. That's super cool. Yeah, no, I'm 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 actually gonna definitely be picking that up. Yep, two um, weeks. Get... Uh, it's gonna be the desert region. Will be the next beta weekend oh. in two weeks. And then See, that's, that's my shit. Walk without rhythm. After, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you don't attract the worm. Uh, yeah, no, dude. Uh, the spice I'm, must I'm, flow. Yeah, uh, we got what two months for that? One month? Is it? It's. It, well, I know. I know they had like the European they release. They back. Well, yeah. they they pushed. I think it was originally Halloween. Oh, was it? Okay. I no. Hold on, I got to look this up. Uh, I, this is like I'm, I'm looking for it. Like, like it's looking fantastic. Like, yo, that's what I mean. Like, I don't care about any other movie this year. Yeah. Except this one. Like, this is what I want. October twenty second. Yeah! Oh, there you go. End of October. Yeah. Like, Less I didn't realize uh, Alan Skarsgård when it was in it as the Duke. Stellan. And, yes, that or, one's going to be uh, Harkonnen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he, or uh, the bear. Or, Oscar not, Isaac bear. is going to be uh, the Duke Leto. Yep. I mean, like um, all the roles look fantastic. Oh, it's wonderful! Like, it's like I'm looking. Yeah, forward Jason to it. Momoa is Duncan Idaho. Give mm-hmm. it to me, baby. Mm-hmm. Let's do this! Like it, it just looks. I'm excited. It is so I'm excited. so brilliantly casted. I cannot fucking wait. Oh my god, Batista is going to be Raban. Wow. Yeah, Batista's okay. in it. Um, who else? Uh, yeah, like Oscar what? Isaac looks great as the Duke. Oh, Javier uh, Bardem is in it too. He's going to be Stilgar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh man! I mean, like it, it's it, it feels like it, yeah, you know, like the same thing they did uh, with like the one back in what, the eighties. Like it's just it's an all star cast, you know. Yeah, it's just the same thing, man. Like instead of Patrick Stewart playing Gurney Halleck, yeah, now we yep, have yep. Bran from the Goonies. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Josh Brolin. Oh fucking hell, man! I can't wait. This is gonna be, ugh, it's gonna be so good. It'll be so good. And you know, for me, you know, Hans Zimmer's doing the soundtrack, so I'm looking forward yes. to listening oh, to that. Yes, yes. I mean. You can't go wrong with Zimmer. Let's just leave it there. It's hard to go wrong with him, I think. Did they release that yet? Can I buy it yet? Uh, That's a good question. Let's find out. Let's find out. I need to buy something tonight. Let's see. Dune 2021 soundtrack. Uh... Oh, it's got three albums, apparently. Wow. Holy fuck. Yeah, Hans. Can I buy it now? I'll listen to that shit. Uh, all it's late to release September twenty second. Will company uh, making a book? Uh, uh, he posts three. Yeah, original yeah, it, yeah. Available twenty second. Yep, it'll be available for download on twenty second. Like October or September? Octo- October, October. Fuck. 
All right. <laughs> I had my, my finger on the Amazon trigger there for a minute. And then, then there's a special oh. edition one, apparently. I thought, I got to get that one. Yes, for long time fans, <laughs> you already know Nick was the original supplier of my movie soundtrack, Heroin. And uh, I've, I've, I've never stopped. <laughs> I've oh, wait. Uh, more... The digital album will release on Dunes. Or, or, really, wait, the digital release album release of the Dunes. The 22nd, or, yeah. Zimmer score will be on September 17th, apparently. Wait apparently a minute. It is out. What? Back to Amazon we go. <laughs> is it out? Uh, I'll tell you in two seconds. The books inspire the closer and hold you pre-order. Okay, so maybe and... the, the special edition thing is tw- is the 22nd. So I'm special edition thing is the 22nd, but yeah. Daddy just bought the MP3 music. There you go. <laughs> Listen to some Zimmer tonight. <laughs> All right. Well, how about them fucking apples? <laughs> Ten dollars forty nine cents. You are now in my library and my day tomorrow. Ring a ding ding. Excellent. Yeah, uh, Hans Zimmer is like an insta buy for any of you that are thinking of dabbling in heroin uh, movie soundtracks. Uh, Hans Zimmer <laughs> is a great gateway drug. Um, he is indeed. Probably one of the worst because then you'll be buying everybody else. <laughs> You're like, well, if he tastes this good, I can't wait. And it's like, well, you'll be chasing the white rabbit. A larger world. Yeah, you'll be chasing the dragon most of the time, but Hans Zimmer is always your dependable hookup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, so uh, for me. Yeah, what do you got going on? Um, oh, uh, life has just been, you know, school stuff, kids open house. Uh-huh, I was sick uh-huh. uh, earlier this week. Thank God it wasn't COVID. Oof. Vaccine, thank you, Pfizer, doing what you do. Uh, no, it was... And, and that's the shitty thing nowadays. It's like the second you get a head cold, you're like, oh, fuck. fuck. Yeah, what is it? Yep. What is it? Uh, but no, it was it was just a head cold. Um, and our school has a mask mandate, so at least they're kind of doing the right thing, so I'm fine with that. But, um... So we've, I was dealing with that, and then um, I've been playing... I was playing uh, Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous like crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, easily my game of the year. I hit a fine. I finally did hit a game-breaking bug on my Azada, uh, you know, neutral kind of not neutral god, but like hippie chaotic good god uh, game that I'm playing. And uh, I'm actually working with the devs to try to get it fixed. Uh, it was it was sad because they released a patch early in the week, and they're like, "We fixed this bug with the Azada path where you couldn't talk to this person." And I was like, "That's exactly what I'm dealing with." And I loaded it up, and I'm like, "Fuck, nope, still broke." And I just sent it to them. Uh, but I did start another game where I wanted to go, like, um, the Nick character in every D&D game. I wanted to go, like, the Angel Paladin. Uh, ah. you know, like, the I, I wanted to try the, the super, you know, lawful good path and try to uh, become an angel. So I'm working on that. And it is just as satisfying and just as fun as the one that I was playing. Um, but there's so many other paths. Like, there's one where you can become a, a dragon. There's one where... Um, you know, if you find the right things and you want to be badass enough, you can and evil enough, you can become a lich. Like, it really is an awesome game of choice that really makes you feel like you're back at the table. Uh, it's just got bugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's nowhere near as bad as uh, Kingmaker was at release, but I'm gonna give it some time uh, to cook on the stove a little longer. Uh, let some more patches come in before I get as invested as I was, and it was perfect timing because. Uh, pretty much the second I put that down, uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected dropped. Ah, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and 
and I will preface this with, um, I fully, uh, for the sake of sounding hypocritical, even admit that, like, I can hear this rationalization happening in my head, uh, but I was on the fence about whether or not to get this, and, um, I guess what, what kind of did it for me is, uh, I actually have, you know, previous coworkers and friends that are either working there now or have been working there uh, for a while. Mm -hmm. um, I think one or two have actually been on this team uh, that released this game. And it is one of those, like, I know, you know, their bonuses and a lot of that shit will depend on how well the game sells. Right. Um, so that was a, a driver for me to kind of go with the fence and say, yeah, I'm going to buy it. Um, and the other thing is, I was like, well, even if I didn't, it's not going to make a difference because there's going to be 10 billion other people that are going to buy the next, you know, Call of Duty anyway. Right. And Activision yeah. still going to make their money. Um, it's totally rationalizing, uh, and I, I fully admit it. Hey, um, like, I mean, I picked the game up, too, just because it's that old school nostalgia oh. and i wanted to see you know how, how did they approach it and and you know it's kind of the same thought process like you know it's like there are probably good devs out there that, that worked on there this. absolutely are like there and... is there are people that i know working there now that are part of that crowd that are are literally putting their careers on the line right to try to make things better there and i want to support that at least you know in some way mm -hmm. um and hopefully, you know, they make the change that that company desperately needs. But I I do want to get into, because uh, we talked about this when the Command & Conquer remaster mm -hmm. uh, came out. And I would say it's equally brilliant on that level, uh, if not better. But I, they're, I would say they're on par, uh, mainly because um, where Diablo 2 obviously comes out ahead is I think it had a much larger, uh, broader a numerous fan base that I think Command and Conquer did. Sure. Um, but I feel like the Diablo 2 Resurrected is a masterclass in how to do a proper remaster of a classic game. Um, so you picked it up. I gather you've played it. What, what do you think first before I start babbling? So, you know, and you know, I've seen some of the, the, you know, the feedback and, and, Basically, you know, I went for the plain Jane one. Like, it's a little, you know, a little weird, I guess, if you went for the, the super high dollar one, because all it did was give you some stuff for Diablo 3 or give you Diablo 3. Yeah, I was going to say, you only, you only got Diablo 3 stuff yeah. if you bought the So, answer. yeah, it was like, it's like 40 bucks. So it's like th that that fits into my category of like, that's an acceptable for a remaster. Definitely on the high side, I'd say 30, 40 is like, you know. I thought it was 30. Was it not 30? No, it was, it was like maybe like thirty nine ninety nine. Oh, but, it was thirty nine. Okay, yeah. okay, no, so, okay. Basically forty bucks. So, um, but uh, it's like, yeah, they didn't seem to mess with it as far as I could tell. Uh, and again, reading reading up on like you know the, the kind of the detail hunters on things like that seems to be the case. Like they did yeah. some quality of life improvements, which is fantastic. Um, oh yeah, and I think tied in more with the the fact they released on consoles. Um, yes. which apparently yes. plays really well with the controller now. Uh, I'll, I'll still be keyboard. I, I'll still be old school. <laughs> I honestly, I, and so this is coming from somebody who still has their Diablo 2 collector's edition from mm -hmm. 2000 when I was working in the factory with my sure. friend Paul. Yeah. Still have it. Still have the soundtrack. Still have the box. 
Um, this was everything I could have hoped for in a remaster uh, for a lot of things. Uh, for one, I recommend playing with a controller. Um, the only reason being... Really? Yeah, I've, and again, I'm normally keyboard and mouse all the way. Right. But there is one oversight I have not been able to reconcile. Maybe I'm missing something. Okay. Um, the only thing you can do is map your skills to your secondary skills to the F keys right. and you are only switching them with the F keys. Right. Yeah. Like if you hit F3, you'll switch to this ability to use with the right button. Correct. Yeah. Whereas if you plug in a controller, you can map your skills to each button oh. and, and just use it that way. And to me, I would call that the biggest quality of life improvement because they did it with Diablo three. And that was what won me over playing it with a controller was one. And granted you could map the keyboard in Diablo three, uh, but it just goes to show you You're not hot swapping how... out the one skill via the keyboard. I interesting. Right, oh, okay. right, right, right. Whereas again, I think it to their credit for that style of play, they didn't mess with the bones too much, but I, if I had one gripe, about the entire thing, it was that. Whereas it's, it's like the second I plugged in a controller, I had a huge advantage over the keyboard and mouse play. Mm, mm. Um, but what I there's so much brilliance to this. For one, uh, a just like Command and Conquer, being able to tap a button and see the classic graphics, the cla- and I know you'll pick up on this, Nick, because you're as as audiophile as I am. Yep. It actually changes over to the classic soundtrack. It's oh, very it? subtle. It's oh. very subtle. I'm gonna switch it out and listen to that then. Uh, like, it's yeah, very I've been, subtle. I've been mostly playing in the in the reformat or the, oh, you know, sure. the remaster version. And, yeah, and it looks absolutely sharp. You know, for the remaster, it's gorgeous. The remaster graphically, um, it amazes me how much they were able to add on top of the old bones. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they. Uh, and it's the little touches. It's the stuff where, like, I was semi-dreading getting to Act 3. Uh, mm, mainly because... Yeah. <laughs> Act 3 that sucks. Was, that stupid jungle run. And that was my least favorite part of the original game. Mm-hmm. Visually, because... Even at the time, it felt like they were trying to present a setting that the technology just was not there for yet. Right. So you had like a lot of black space on the edges. Mm-hmm. It was overly dark where it wasn't dark to be spooky. It was dark because we didn't have the technology to fill that shit in and to make it, you know, more appropriate to what it should be. And you'll see that. Like if you get to Kurost. And you switch to legacy mode, you're like, oh yeah, yeah. That's one now thing I, I noticed. Why... Yeah, I noticed with like the, the remaster is the lighting effect. Like, there's a lot more lighting oh. effects happening, and it's like, okay, that's that's definitely like modern tech with that. And then you realize, like, yeah, they were using the darkness of the old one to not render things and to just to like, hide cut, the cut down on horsepower. Yeah, exactly. And it's yeah. like, oh, that is interesting. It is, and it was an interesting choice that a lot of people look at, like, oh, that's what made the game so scary, but. I mean, even on the remaster, when you put the new graphics on, it's still dark as fuck most of the time. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Like there's still dark portions, but but it's it's in such sharp contrast to the the oh, lighting sure. effects, which absolutely fantastic. Even even like the, the like the background, like you know, like walking into the cathedral in uh, not Tristram, yeah. but um, you enact know, one basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the rogues uh, cathedral. Yeah, the rogues. Yeah, it's just like just the background, and you're just like wow, they did a good job. Like yeah, yeah. And it's just like. 
the background never popped out in, in two in the original two, right. but now now it's like yeah, yeah, but like, it's not overwhelming. It's not like it's like, oh look at this. No, it's like hey, actually did a good job with this. No, and that's what it is. It's it's a ton of subtle touches that add up. Like the one thing they were not able to convey in the original version, and you're getting at it, when you first get to the monastery, mm-hmm. the rogues monastery, and you're going up to those gates. When you see that in the new version, you're like, those fucking gates are massive. Oh, yeah. And, like, they tried. They tried in the original with what they had. But even back then, you're like, it looks kind of like a smushed door on a pizza plate. (laughs) Um, But, you know, it was what we had at the time. Uh, The other places I really noticed it um, when you're playing in the beginning and you go to, like, the Den of Evil Mm -hmm. in the first quest. The first quest you get from uh, Kara in the Rogue Village and you're in that cave, I was like, I was walking near the edge of the cave, and I'm like, oh, look at all these, like, fucking tents and, and shit on the edge here. None of this was here before, but it looks like like people are actually living in here. Uh, demons, no doubt, but, like, the stuff on the edges that used to just be black darkness is, like, filled in in a very believable way, and it's like, fuck, that yeah. is so cool. And that's what I think makes Act 3 which used to be my least favorite part of the game, I hated going through it, is now one of my favorites. Like, I have been going through the jungle part on this, like, yeah, this feels like Medicine Man from Hell. This is what I wanted. Like, this is mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, and, and it's the subtle quality of life things that you were getting at. Uh, auto gold pickup. Like, yes. Yeah. It's like oh, fucking hell, dude. <laughs> I mean, uh, still do you know do a lot of loot pickup. You know, like that, that's, you know, sure. anyone who's played with me knows that I Hoover up loot, and it's because oh, of Diablo yeah. two. Like, <laughs> good or bad habit, probably more bad habit is like. Well, that's this the reason I better I grab it. for someone else. Does. <laughs> it's like, yeah, exactly. No, I, no. Anyone who also knows me, I, I, yeah, I end up sharing the loot uh, after. It's like you're you know, a giver. You always I'm a giver. It's like it's like I just like I just gotta make sure it's got you know acquired. <laughs> good. I just gotta make sure I don't need it first. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's also um, there's a lot of little little subtle ones like um, there's the auto gold pickup, there's the quick sort uh, that seems to work better than it did originally. Maybe I'm just reimagining it. The one thing that I don't remember being in the original, uh, if I had my controller plugged in at least, this is because I play most this way. Uh, if you hover over your belt and you have some empty slots, but you have like a healing potion in the first slot and then a mana potion in the second slot, but the other top two or top three are empty, if you hold in the right stick, if you have potions in your inventory, it'll auto-populate your belt. I noticed that playing keyboard, like, you know, it was... Yeah, as soon as I was picking it up, it was trying to populate it in the belt. Just auto- I didn't even have to click. Oh, on it was doing it automatically. Yeah, oh, yeah, cool. it was just all, all together automatic. So it was like I don't, I couldn't remember if that was that was the thing. I was like, I don't remember. I think I had to load those things. But yeah, but, yeah, but I was like, oh, this this is pretty nice. Um, I know another thing they added was shared um, inventory the shared stash. Oh my god, so, so great! Yeah, you know, for everyone who does muling, uh, you no longer have to do the whole you know. <laughs> Yeah, drop it and drop it in the camp, and then switch to your other character and log into the thing, and you know, all that. <laughs> yeah. like, now, now you can just send it over to your mule, and you're fine. Yeah, no, that's that's a wonderful portion. Also, that each shared stash section has its own money. Um, I don't know if you noticed that. But yes, like mm-hmm. you can donate gold to each one, uh, which is sweet. Um, it just again, I'm still finding little bits and tweaks here and there 
but uh, uh, the graphics really blew me away. And then I, I was talking to Alistair uh, in the Classic Gamers Guild. He's he's uh, a musician that uh, spends like he he does a lot of hobbyist stuff of like restoring like actual or recreating actual Roland MT thirty two. Uh, soundtracks. He, he oh, does wow. a lot of stuff. He's he's a he's awesome. Like he's somebody Nick that I know you could talk to for hours, and uh, he does great great work. And we were, he was on the fence about getting this, and I had said you know one of the things that I was really shocked with was the remaster on the soundtrack, and I kind of left it at that. And he and then I understood his reply where he's like, well, he's a little hesitant because he's like. I don't know why you'd want to mess with something like that that was perfect, and I agree with him. The original Diablo 2 soundtrack is, again, it's another masterclass of perfection in soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Um, but, again, where I think this remaster really shined is it didn't go out of its way to make it too different. Again, you wouldn't necessarily pick it up if you're not really into this shit. But, like, the best example I can give you is go back to Luke Owen, go into the palace, mm-hmm. um, you know, the palace levels. Right. And then s- play a floor with uh, legacy mode, you know, switch over to the classic mode. Right. And then play another floor with the new mode. That probably got the least subtle touching up. The rest are very subtle, like deeper drums, uh, more, ex- you know... More voices, more instruments, more layers, but not a lot. Like, not a bunch. It's just enough to where you're like, oh, fuck, that just, that little bit is great. But, man, going through that palace with the new soundtrack, the vocals that they re-layered on there from the original, are just the, like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I can't do, you know what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is gorgeous. It's just, a, oh, man. Again, if if you know wrapping this up on this particular piece, it is such an awesome remaster. I have had so much fun with it. I'm coming to the end of Act Three, uh, and one of my favorite things, possibly my favorite thing, and I ashamed to admit, I got it on PC. I bought it on Switch, and then I bought it on Xbox. So I <laughs> play with everybody. Um, but what's brilliant is that. Once you link your Battle.net account to either of the any of those uh, right. other services, uh, it's not cross-play. But like, if you had a Switch, Nick, and you had bought this on Switch, I could jump on with you right now with my level twenty-seven sorceress. So your character can jump. Your character to, can jump to a particular platform. Nice. Okay. That is fucking great. I, I totally understand that they couldn't do uh, cross-play. Yeah, yeah, it's always that's always a weird territory to get into. You know? It's a tough one to get into, but the fact that they facilitated that you could bring your character to any of those platforms is genius. Yeah, uh, sure. So, if you have Xbox, PC, or Switch, and you want to play with me, let me know. <laughs> mm. What'd you get it on, by the way? PC. PC. Yep. Nice. Where are you at right now? Uh, just completed Act One. So yeah, okay. just, it's just slowly going through it. It's, it's a, basically it's like it's able to get you know through Act One, and then then Icarus uh, Beta Weekend hit, and it's like oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. switch to that, and I'll I'll go back you know when I feel like it. Uh, if you're gonna play this week, let me know. Uh, okay. What what class are you playing? Uh, running the assassin right now. Perfect. I'm playing sorceress, and 
I have a shit ton in my shared stash of assassin gear because I wasn't sure what my next character was going to be. Mm -hmm. I have a bunch of uh, uniques, uh, like unique equipment and stuff. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or or yellow stuff, whatever. Um. So we'll have to we'll have to hook up this week. I'll I'll load you up. Oh yeah. Because if you're getting to the end of Act One, you'll be able to use most of it. So absolutely. No, that's, fuck yeah, dude. Oh, uh, you know what? And I think with the graphics upgrade, especially is. All things considered, it kind of put it on par with Diablo three graphics. Yeah, like, yeah, I would agree. Like they 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 brought it up to at least that level, and and and, and, that, and, and you know, and, and I think it works. Like like you know, you can tell the, the underlying mechanics are there in terms of like you know the the walking style and whatnot. It's like they, they kind of preserve that from yep. the original, but it's just like you know a very nice sheen to it. And I. And and I maybe I'm just being old and get off my lawn, <laughs> but I feel like this shows why two is the better game. There's yes. just mm -hmm. the bones of this game, the mechanics of it, the loot, everything, every single aspect of this game, especially with the visual touch-ups, just feels a little bit better. Not not a ton. Like, Diablo 3 is a great game. I'm not going to take that away from it. It was a piece of garbage when it launched. But, again, in a weird way, you can tell that the bones of Diablo 3 were built on an auction house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And... You know I, what I mean? I think I, yeah, I, absolutely. Like, the thing is, like, yeah, D3... For lack of a better term, it felt like they were trying too hard. Is what it was. Yeah. Like, it, it, and, co and... combination of the auction house factor... And just like, like they're just trying to like up themselves somehow. Cause you know, and we, we go back to, you know, this conversation of like setting the bar. Like so CDPR. High. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, the bar was set so high by, by Diablo two. And that's the thing. Like you look at all the other kind of isometric RPGs around that time, they were emulating D two. And Absolutely. so when you got to, you know, D three, it's like, you know, it's like, okay, they were, tr you know, they were trying to capture that lightning in the bottle. And I, I think that was always my biggest problem with it too. It's just like, it's like okay, yeah, I've gone back to the universe, but it's just like something's not the same. It's just it, you know, it wasn't something. clicking. Like part of it may have been like I, I think the one I always like to go to is the way they tore, told the story in between. Because uh, right. in D two, like even the, the the fact that they updated the uh, in game cinematics, like that was fantastic. oh, the cinematics are gorgeous. The yeah. remastered like, cinematics, yeah, ah. it looks great. Um, but it's like you had this full motion, you know. Uh, in 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 game animation thing or not in game animation but uh, you know animatics rather uh, in D two and it helped like tell the story these interims between and then again you go to D three and it's these moving picture you know Photoshop you know moving picture uh, style they had some no they had they well, had some the, cinematics the, they did yeah what the opening and the end no and, and didn't they have it with the 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 black soul stone scene too maybe no maybe you're no, right no no that, well that was that was the start uh i think the, again the start of the expansion but it was only like the beginning and the end where they actually had animatics everything else in between was this moving picture you know you're scroll right work. fuck you're right and, like it wasn't bad but it was it was it for to me coming yeah. from d2 it felt so jarring it's and like, in fact, what you're what you're getting at is something I have not been able to put my finger on all weekend, and I've just now figured it out. And it's that the cutscenes or whatever they were in three directly involved you and what you're doing, 
And yes. it was like, yeah, I, I fucking know that. Like, I just did that. Yeah, it's like, yeah, Whereas, and they defeated the evil, and then they went to the next right. level. <laughs> two, what makes two so wonderful, and what I'm enjoying so much about it, is again getting to experience Marius's tale, where you're hearing Marius's story, and the whole time you watch these cinematics, you're realizing, fuck, I'm two steps behind. Yeah, I, I, I think I was it. Like, you're putting the pieces together following yes! the trail. And yes! it's like, will I catch up to Marius in time? And obviously, you know, you know spoiler alert, you, know, you never do. But 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 you know, like you know again that first play through through it's like oh are we gonna catch up to him are we gonna oh, be able to like we... help him especially or... when you get to act three if yes. you remember when you leave Karast who do you run into in the jungle right away the dark wanderer the dark wanderer yeah yeah and, and you're like oh there he is we found him and then bloop he disappears bloop, and he's gone yeah like that to me made that story so much more compelling because uh, again. Let's go back to Act Two. When you get into Talrosh's tomb, you put the staff, you've unlocked the door, and you're like, "Fuck, it's gonna go down. I'm yeah. gonna be fighting Dale, and it's gonna be fucking crazy." You step through the door, and you get an even cheaper motherfucker in slug form that's like looking for Bale as he freezes and smashes the shit out yeah. of me, and I die eight yeah. times in a row. But <laughs> uh, I fucking hate Daryl. Uh, Daryl cannot stand yeah. Daryl, oh, but anyway, yeah. it was one of those like that was an awesome twist the first time I played. I'm like, wait a minute, he's not here. And then you get into his actual chamber, and there's Tyrael, and it's like, oh shit. And yeah. then you get the cinematic for Act Three, and it's like, oh my god, dude. But like, one of my favorite cinematics of any game in any game history is the Act Two cinematic for Diablo Two. Where Marius is like, we crossed the desert and we walked for days. Yeah. And that fucking scene of him sitting with the Dark Wanderer at the campfire and he has that dream and he wakes up and he's like, now you understand, Marius. That's what I'm going for. Or going, like, yeah, that's, that's what my I brother. Seek. Yeah. That's my brother. That's what I seek. And it's like, fuck, dude. Like, that, like, and the way they remastered it, the way he looks. Oh, yeah, it's creepy as I'll get It's just so fucking good, dude. Like, again, when I, from now on, when I hear someone is going to make a remaster of a game that I like, like, this is what it has to compare to. Because I think, and I think you'll agree with me, when we hear a remaster, this is what we want. We want the bones yeah. of the original to be there. Uh, and in this it, case, yeah. it, it's it's even more so. It's like, yeah, the bones, heart, and muscles are still there. We just gave you some new fancy skin. Yeah, and, and, and you know, it's skin that you know that looks great, and you, you know, and a fresh pack of cigarettes for quality of life. Like, <laughs> right, exactly. Don't it's like it's like whereas like the other end is like what's happened with the Final Fantasy series, where like they updated and like the graph or not the graphic, the the font is all wonky. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like. If you're going to do that, like you got to make it look, you know, or at least have the option. Like, I also like the option of being able to switch. Back. I love the option to like, switch it over. Ah, here's the classic view. Now, here's the here's the new view. It, it, Command and Conquer did that brilliantly. They did the same thing with the soundtrack, but it's more pronounced with Diablo 2. I'm telling you, dude, take like 10 seconds in each new scene, yeah, or a new area. Just switch over to legacy mode. Just let the audio sink in, and then you can start comparing, and you can literally see. 
the masterfully done subtle layers of just things that they probably wanted to do at first. And again, they had to work with the limitations. Yep. Excuse me, of what they had. And it's just, oh, it's so good. So yeah, if anybody's wondering, if anybody's on the fence, I know my buddy Rob, um, uh, one of the first people to call on the show, actually, uh, in our early days, um, uh, Super Lobster. I'm sorry if I'm getting it wrong. I'm, I'm tired and I'm forgetting names. But um, he was kind of, you know, on the fence. Should I get this? Should I not? And he hasn't played it yet. And he's he's our age. He just hasn't played oh, Diablo never played 2 it. yet. Oh, okay. And I, I said to him, I was like, dude... I envy you your first adventure. It's like when, <laughs> whenever I talk to somebody that hasn't seen the game with Michael Douglas and they're like, I was thinking of watching this and I'm like, I, I would give anything to be sitting in that seat for the first time again, because it's one of those experiences. The first time you, you, you experience it and enjoy it. There's nothing like it. Uh, Diablo two, not so much because you can play it over and over and it's still a lot of fun but like the game with michael douglas is one of those movies that once you've seen it start to finish it's a Mm -hmm. masterpiece oh yeah but watching it over again is like (laughs) all right yeah you know what's coming you understand like oh yeah yeah, you understand the everything and and you you pick stuff out and it's more of a picking out of what i missed you know the first time but it is one of those like the reveal the plot you know and and just again, I remember what it was like to experience Diablo two for the first time and, and play through that 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 summer with my buddy Paul. And it was one of those like it was one of my favorite gaming experiences. And then that's all I played for a summer. Like all of us. All we, all we ever did was just fucking play Diablo uh, at nights and on weekends. And um so if you're you're on the fence, especially if you've never played it, and I think that's the second bit of genius uh, that this remaster does is for the people that haven't played it. I think this upgrade really makes a more than efficient bridge for people that are used to today's games uh, to come back and play this, and it won't be so jarring. Because, like, you know, when I when I jumped in the first time, I was like, "Oh man, this this looks great. This remaster looks great." And then I didn't realize how great until I switched over to legacy mode, and I'm like that's what it used to look like before my brain fucked with it over 10 years. <laughs> right. Yeah, imagination um, fills in a lot. It really does. And I think that's another bit of genius with this remaster is being able to flip that switch and be like, oh, yeah. Oh, that that was awesome back in 2000. <laughs> um, I love that they've put it in a position where you're going to be playing the same game Nick and I played. Uh, back in the day, but you know, for for people that are used to newer games, this will just be a great game. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. a great game to play with great graphics, uh, great design, and some of the best systems in any game that you'll ever play. Like, I, I, I'm telling you, they might have shit the bed with the Warcraft Three thing, but they more than made up for it with this. Yeah, and, 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 and I think the other thing it is because apparently, uh, like, people are expecting, like, oh, it had new stuff. Like, no, like, I don't no. think they ever said that. They I, never said that. They, like, they literally it is straight said, up D2, like, 
Yeah, as, as people remember, said, you can hit a switch and yeah. see the game that it is that's running it. on. There's nothing different. So if you're expecting some new experience, some new things, like that's not here. So, no. So it's it's good shit, man. Uh, I cannot recommend it enough. It's it just shows twenty one years later that this is still one of the best games around, and addicting as fuck, and still just as good as it used to be. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Wow, I think we spent as much time as that deserved, and that was almost <laughs> 15 minutes. And it totally did. Like, I, I have to give huge props to the team that worked on it. I, I have one or two buddies working there now, uh, and uh, just masterpiece. Like, I hope you all are getting some well-deserved time off, because this might be the only thing Blizzard has done right all year. Um, it's great. But uh, So we're going to news. Oh, we had some releases. Another one I grabbed this week. I cannot wait to play. Uh, the Castlevania Advanced Collection came out for uh, twenty bucks. Um, and if you had a Game Boy Advance, or if you didn't, it was it was the portable Castlevania games, uh, all of which were inspired by Symphony of the Night, and they're fantastic. Uh, Curse of the Moon. Uh, there's there's a couple. There's a couple games in the collection. They're fantastic. If you've never played them, like you can get it on Xbox right now. You can get it on Steam right now. Um, absolutely worth it. And if you enjoyed Castlevania Symphony of the Night, this was the portable version of it. It's on Switch, too. So rock it out. It's completely fantastic. I cannot wait to dive into this again once I chop Diablo's head off. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, in news, uh, really... Um, since this isn't a month between episodes, uh, really the biggest thing in the past two weeks has been the Nintendo Direct mm, uh, that happened mm-hmm. two days ago or a day ago, maybe. Um, still very fresh. Uh, there were some really cool highlights. I, I, I did get to catch the highlights of it. I did not watch it live. It was kind of late and I'm old. Um, or I was playing Diablo. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, they they uh, showed we had a Kirby and the Forgotten Land, a new Kirby coming. I I I love the Kirby series. Cannot wait to play uh, some more in that one. I think the more interesting one that really piqued my fancy, and uh, you don't have a Switch, do you? Or not you yet. I've I've been eyeballing the oh, right, new even. ones that's going to be coming out soon. But yeah, don't bother. Got it. Don't, don't bother with that one. It's just an OLED expanded <laughs> OLED. screen. Oh, like, okay. It, it's not going to be like. Get yourself a Switch Lite. You'll be just as happy. Just that. Okay, um, gotcha. Or, I mean, if you want to play it on your TV, then get a Switch Switch. But if you just want the portable, like, oh, I'm going to go kick back in bed and play mm-hmm, some games. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, or just take it on the go. The Switch Lite is the is the way to go. My kids uh, have one. Okay. I have one. I love it. I almost never play it on TV, to be honest with you. Um, anyway, uh, so Nintendo Online, there's an online subscription you can get. I think it's like 50 bucks a year. And... This is what they have now, where you get a bunch of Nintendo games, a bunch of Super Nintendo games um, that you can just play. And they release like some online ones. Like right now, the the big one, uh, they just ended the previous one, which I'm actually really sad about because it was wicked fun, which was the Super Mario 25, um, which you can't play anymore, which is sad. Uh, but it was basically Super Mario Brothers, but you could play it uh, like... A battle royale style against 25 other people and just like uh, tetris 99 where you select the player 
mm-hmm. that you're you, you know you're going to punish basically and when you jump on a mushroom or you do this like you're sending another mushroom over to their game and it was a blast that aside uh the big one right now is pac-man uh 99 oh. let me tell you you thought Pac-Man was a pain in the balls to begin with. <laughs> Competing against other people playing Pac-Man. 98 other assholes complicating it for <laughs> you. Um, but it, it's what I think the Nintendo subscription does really geniusly is, is like it really gives you a shit ton of stuff for 50 bucks a year. I don't even think it's that expensive, to be honest with you. Um, so it's a hell of a deal. And that allows you to play online with other people, too. So it's a pretty nice little package for the money that it is. So they announced that they're going to be giving an expansion pass to the online package, uh, and they're going to be including N64 games into oh, really? that. But it's going to be a couple bucks extra. Whatever. Um, again, it's compared to every other subscription service for games out there, including Game Pass. Uh, two months of Game Pass basically gets you a year of Nintendo Online. So, to put it in perspective. <clears throat> but, um... So yeah, they, they they showed some N64 games. I'm really pumped about that idea. Uh, they showed off a Mario movie. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, it looks like like I'm interested to see where this goes. Like I, I saw the like the actor list that was coming out of it. It's like okay, are are are, are we getting you know Bob Hoskins, you know <laughs> like Osamu Mario here again? You know or? what I'm saying? You know where I'm going with that. <laughs> My biggest problem. And this, again, this goes to, again, thanks to the world of Twitter, like, I follow and I chat back and forth with a lot of voice actors, Mm -hmm. because they're the nicest, fucking coolest people in the world that actually talk to their fans. And where I'm a little annoyed, since this is going to be like an animated style film, maybe not cartoon, but computer, computer animated, whatever, like, one of my, one of my friends on Twitter put it perfectly, she's like, is this going to be Chris Pratt doing a really shitty Italian accent for two hours? <laughs> like, there are plenty of good voice actors out there that could nail this. And it, again, I don't want to shit on it before it comes out. I just, I would have loved to have seen, yeah, maybe one or two big names, but then like, give us that Pam Clark. Give right. us that uh, Jennifer Hale. You know, give us the, the people that have the resumes and the game feature experience to do this some serious justice. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not asking for, uh, was it Martino? I'm not doubting he can do it, but I would get annoyed with him. And he is Mario. And I, oh, would get yeah, annoyed he is with, Mar- yeah. I would get annoyed with that version of Mario in, you know, a two hour feature. It's just one of those. I, I I really want to see this done right. <laughs> <laughs> like, right now, the best and, and top of the mountain, and it's not saying he was bad. I think he was a wonderful Mario, and it was a wonderful animated series, but you ain't fucking touching Captain Lou. Oh, no, absolutely not, yeah. Like, Captain Lou is fucking Mario and did an amazing Mario for years. Um, And it's like, he wasn't 
trying uh, he just did his thing with it yeah that's the only thing i can say he did his thing with it and it worked yeah. wonderfully yeah it was it was like trying to you know trying too hard type of thing and, and that you exactly. know i'd say that's a you know as uh, as with all these you know we're talking about you know games trying too hard like you know i think like game movies can absolutely try too hard like and that's what i'm so line. afraid of like i see this cast list and i'm like oh here's actors actor number one actors actor number two and it's like Who's gonna be trying to outact the other person? Like, are we gonna are we gonna do this right? Like, are we gonna approach yeah. this with some respect and and really nail it, or is it just gonna be? Because again, I say this uh, just from many conversations I've had with voice acting friends. In all respect, uh, actors generally don't make great voice actors. <laughs> right. Um. So we'll see. Um. I'll be hopeful. I'll never be a cynic and, and piss on people's lawns. I will be hopeful and I will watch it and I will watch it with the best of hopes in mind and keep optimism on my side. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where I'm at with that. Uh, Bayonetta 3, absolutely going to be a Switch exclusive. Great, great goddamn series. Uh, mm -hmm. And I'm I'm glad to see the Switch getting a, a previous console title uh, to themselves and a, a very good one at that. Uh, the next one, my kids are so fucking pumped for, uh, to the point where uh, my daughter Mia is going to be um, Callie or Marie. I can't think of one of the Squid Sisters. Uh, she's dressing oh, okay. as her. She's dressing as her for Halloween, and my wife is making the costume, and it looks amazing. Um, so they are so pumped for Splatoon three. Like it's not even funny. Like I'm probably gonna grab it just so I can play it with them. I, I suck at the uh, first <laughs> horrible at it i was horrible at it until i figured out how to switch it over to i can use the right stick to move the camera and not have to move the whole fucking portable switch to mm -hmm. move the camera i i didn't realize that was an option and i got so frustrated with it the first time i played it, i was like fuck this game and my kids were having no problem with it and it was like i'm not moving the switch to move the fucking camera <laughs> if i'm not playing vr i'm playing games to sit still um, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally pumped. I'll be getting that with them. Uh, they announced a expansion for Monster Hunter Rise. I've not played this, uh, game yet. I'm going to have to give it a shot. Uh, I love the one that, uh, I'm still playing. Was it Monster Hunter Stories? Uh, mm, playing mm -hmm. the second one still with the egg hatching and stuff. That's super fun. Uh, the next one, my brother-in-law was telling me about, and I, I caught a little more of it. I know my wife will be pretty jazz because she loves animal crossing but animal crossing and smash bros are each getting their own directs like there's going to be an entire nintendo direct uh dedicated to animal crossing and the expansions and the stuff that they they've got planned for it um i, I love to see that that game is still going and going strong smash brothers uh they they're I guess the last fighter is coming. The last uh, additional fighter. I don't. I think this will be the end of you know additional characters to the game. And there's already like fifty of them. Uh, we were talking about it a little bit in the save point. Um, do do do. Uh, if I can find it. But there was a lot of like every. You know, we're all kind of speculating as to you know what who could it be, and uh, Kyle had some some good ideas, but um. And everybody had some good ideas. Uh, one of the the thoughts was Rayman, and mm, okay, eh, I don't. Okay, they could, but 
here's where I see that being interesting is there's a free-to-play Smash Brothers clone on Xbox and other platforms too called Brawlhalla. And okay, um, yeah. plays just like Smash. It's it's a, a blast. I play it with my kids a lot. It's a great game. Uh but Rayman's a character in that. And Rare is part of Microsoft now. Uh so like Banjo, Kazooie, all that shit that's all under the Microsoft umbrella. Not that does not mean that it wouldn't happen. Uh, Microsoft has been more than happy in the past to collaborate with Nintendo and Nintendo Switch stuff. So it is very possible. I just don't see it as the most likely candidate. But all things considered, I have no idea who that next character could be. Uh, it honestly, at this point, because they've added so many, it could be anyone. I mean, they added Minecraft Steve, for God's sake. <laughs> um, yeah, so who knows? Uh, we'll see. And uh, that's that's pretty much it for for the news. Nick, did you have anything you wanted to uh, highlight from the goings-on this week? No, I, I, I felt like it's been kind of a, almost a quiet month. You know, just, again, new releases, but I don't think anything major has, has you know, come up or come out. Uh, um, yeah. Got a lot, of, a lot of stuff coming this week. Uh, New World drops this week. We'll see how many video cards it burns out. <laughs> right. Oh um, man, like I don't know. Like, I've been watching that, and it, I, it just feels so meh to me. I don't know. I I don't know. Yeah, it's one of those. I normally, you know me, like it's it's a forty dollar price tag too. So it's like, I think they know this ain't gonna be great. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's, it's that small worry, and I'm sure like for some people, you know, they'll enjoy it. But just like from what I'm seeing, it's like unless you're in that large mega guild style. Like you're just gonna get steamrolled, and yeah, and you know. just I don't know. I'll watch and wait and see if some reviews. Oh, I just pulling up my Steam. I did forget one release highlight. Okay. Uh, this week, that I, I have not played a lot of, but what I have played, I really enjoyed Death Loop. Oh yeah, how is it? I didn't I didn't pick oh. it up yet. Uh, I, 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 you know, it's like with everything else going on, like I may just wait to see. You know, eventually, it'll hopefully hit the Game Pass, and I'll play it then. But uh, yeah, how is it? It's kind of Hades. <laughs> oh. It's it's got that kind of loop, uh, okay, a death loop. Um, but it has that loop. Uh, the game actually takes place in a, a twenty four hour loop, and like there's again like Hades, there's currencies and things that you can do to unlock things for you know your next runs. Mm -hmm. The general gist is that you're on this island trying to break out of this loop, and to do so you have to kill. Uh, these eight uh, people, uh, and they're all like, you know, powers and super agent, whatever bullshit. Um, <laughs> but in order to do that, like, you have to investigate and understand their routines and unlock uh, secrets on like the island. And okay. each, each run, you unlock a little bit more and a little bit more. And, like, certain spots on the island only reveal certain things at certain times a day and there's like four uh, phases there's four phases of the day basically or three or four phases again i haven't played a bunch but it's like there's the morning there's noon there's afternoon and then there's evening and then when you skip to the next phase once evening passes you die and it starts over at the morning again and but you still have all the the information that you gathered um the people are still doing their routines and it, it's 
it's very interesting. It's a very cool mechanic. It's a game I think I'm going to get very into once I'm done with what I'm playing. Mm -hmm. um, there's a reason it got a 10 on both IGN and GameSpot. Oh, wow. Like, it, it's a gorgeous game. It's a very well-made game, and there's there's a lot to like. And it's just one of those, like, I started playing it, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to love this game, but I'm not going to give it, I'm not going to be able to love it like a, a good game father should. So I'm going to wait <laughs> until I finish with my other children. Um, and, and then I'll play it again though. Um, sure. Yeah. No, Deathloop so is definitely worth checking out then. Totally worth checking out. I don't know if it'll be on game pass anytime soon. Cause it is a no, PC like... and PS4 or PS5 exclusive. Yeah. I think the, the going theory, cause again, no, no date, but the theory is it may like be a year later. Year. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you want to wait a year to play it, absolutely. Or at least see if that theory is correct. Uh, but I would say, you know, if you run out of stuff to play in four months and you're looking for something, looking for something. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Grab it. It's I, I think at this point, say just like, yeah, I don't want to necessarily drop a full, you know, <clears throat> 60, 70, whatever, uh, on it. Knowing, oh. you know, granted, you know, there's replayability, but at the same time, it's also, you know, single player. And no, it's not. Oh, it's not? It's multi? Uh, sort of. Uh, there's a component to it where there is a multiplayer component when oh. you get to a certain point. Okay. You, you play as the main character, or you can play a game as the main antagonist who's this hit woman who is out to kill you throughout the entire game whether okay. you're playing multiplayer or not ah. um but in multiplayer you can invade other players games as her like ah. it's and it's just you it's not a bunch of players it's just one person just one other person the antagonist. So 1v1 type of thing exactly ah. and the way her mechanics work is you basically whatever area the main character's in you jump into and you lock the whole area down and they cannot get out until they get to this satellite dish and hack it so that they get out. However, one of her powers, and she's one of the people you have to kill, and this kind of goes back to the old days of when Assassin's Creed multiplayer worked and worked well, she can actually blend in as any other NPC. Ooh. You can she can change in you can change into one of those characters. Now naturally you're probably gonna be around the satellite dish waiting for the player to show up. <laughs> but it they ain't gonna it ain't gonna be alone. I mean there's always gonna be guards and shit. Right. And it's just one of those like her whole thing is ambush and assassination. Ah, clever. Okay, okay. It's, I gotta tell you, when she invades your game, when somebody is actually playing her, because it'll happen single player, but when you know it's another player behind it, it's like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. Because if, if you get killed, it's back it's to the Back morning. to loop. Yep, okay. It's, it's a genius multiplayer aspect to this game because it's in-game, it's in-character, and it's in-story. It's really well done. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I didn't know about that, so now I'm intrigued. Yes, I would say it, again, you run out of stuff to play in a couple months. That it's may be worth it. the yeah. price tag. It's worth the price tag. And if you ever invade my game, it's fucking on, bitch. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's really good though. Really well done game. I I cannot wait to play more of it. I just want to wait till I can dedicate the time it deserves. Sure, sure. But uh, yes, I think that actually brings us to pretty much the end. Uh, that's it with news and releases. Again, mm -hmm. the 
the big one this week is New World. We'll wait and see how many computers die from it, and then we'll give <laughs> our perspectives. Um, I'll be interested to see if, like, Co plays it at all. You know, Co Carnage, mm-hmm. he's very... Again, he very much aligns with my gaming tastes. Uh, he has been playing Wrath of the Righteous for, like, the past two weeks, and for a full-time <laughs> streamer, you know that shit's good if he's doing that. Uh, now, he's really been enjoying Wrath of the Righteous, uh, but he, uh, I'm waiting to see if he plays it and what he thinks. Uh, he's very straight up whether he likes a game or not, so I'll be interested to see his take. Um, <clears throat> other than that, uh, we're coming down to the end. I didn't see any voicemail alerts. I'll check really quickly on Twitter to see if we had any responses uh, to the question that I asked for the question of the day, which was... <clears throat> and. I'll let you uh, answer it, Nick, but it kind of goes on par with what we were uh, talking about. And I had asked, with uh, the incredibly uh, incredible Diablo 2 remaster, a question comes to mind. What, in your opinion, makes for a perfect remaster of a game? Mm-hmm. So, uh, again, I'll make mine short and sweet, uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected. To me, that's how you do a remaster, and that's how everyone should approach a remaster in my opinion, going forward, unless you're doing a remake, which is a different thing. Yeah, remake, definitely a different thing. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I'd say absolutely that. And it's like, be able to show what the old game was, because I, I, I don't know, I, I guess with that, you, you kind of get a sense of preservation happening there. Yes. It's like, okay, you know, you, know, you can see the you know, kind of original form for those who've never played in, the, in that mode. It's like, you can, you're going to see how we played it back in the day. <laughs> uh, and for those who have played it, it's like, you know, it's a trip down memory of lane. Like, wow, it, it did look like that. Or, you know, it was, it was that, you know, that form of resolution and all that. Definitely a case of like, don't, you know, don't mess with the recipe. Like. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, you can, you can make it, you know, you know, make it more efficiently, you know, it's like do those quality of life, but make sure those quality of life don't interfere ultimately with, I'd say the core of the game itself. Um, and then ultimately make sure, make sure that that final sheen doesn't break, you know, fonts and, you know, menus and, you know, it's like, it, again, it should function and look, uh, I say look, the, the spirit of, of the visual look of it uh, should yeah. match what the original did. Yeah, I, I would I would second all of that. Um, the only thing I would add to it is that, and you're getting at it too with every, every point you raised, it should, by the end of it, justify why that game deserved being remastered. Yeah. And it should do so by showing that even the bones of a 20-year-old game are still a great foundation for a game to be built upon. And I would I would say as a final thing, it's not I wouldn't say it's a requirement. It would be a nice to have slash, you know, just a little 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 uh a little incentive to mm. maybe, you know, the repurchase or whatever. Any kind of like deleted uh scene and well, I say, you know, deleted scene in certain terms of like, you know, if we're thinking about a movie, but um, you know, de- deleted zone, map, you know, like yeah add that on like if, if you want to like entice people like oh yeah and here's this thing that was going to be in the original game put it on separately like don't you know or you know especially if it's like going to be like some you know i say not quality of life but um mechanic like mechanically yeah a new mechanic 
yeah mechanically should always be the same but if yeah. it's like it's i'm talking about like a new level new you know whatever a new uh, area a new map yeah it's a new like chapter that they didn't get to include yeah but wanted to exactly like give the backstory for like this was gonna be the original <laughs> but like you know it was scrap for time or whatever yeah, because I'm. I am sure. You know, it's like we know it happens all the time with movies, and I, 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 I and I know. I know it happens, it happens with games. With games a lot too. Of shit gets from games. It's like you want to do that now. Obviously, with that, it's probably a little bit of extra because now you're, you know, maybe the assets <clears throat> aren't fully complete, or you know, it's only half done, or whatever. Right. But that again. But again, not a requirement. Like hands down, it has to be, you know, as close to one to one of the original in terms of mechanics. Preferably, then, if you could hit a switch and see the original. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. exactly. Yeah, like I, I think I think it's a great little touch. Like, it, it, yeah, is it people going to use it all the time? No, but it, you know, for the nostalgia, you know, people, the people are you know going down memory lane again. It's like, okay, yeah, the, yeah, it's like, oh, great, I can I can see how it was. Oh, and another thing I forgot to mention that I discovered. I don't know if this was in the original, but it's in the remaster. And it's, it, I feel like they're showing off. And it's beautiful. Press F on your keyboard when you're playing and you're in an mm-hmm. area with like like a chest or something you want to look at. It mm-hmm. basically zooms in on your character. Oh, I, yeah, I did notice. Yeah, like zooms way in. It's like, whoa, yeah. like that's new. Okay. And it doesn't look like shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like it's still sharp as ever. Yeah. And that to me, like I have found myself doing that Every time I find like, oh, oh, look at this shrine. Oh, look at this shrine. <laughs> like, <laughs> just again, these little touches, these little things where it's like, god damn, that's cool. Uh, but yeah, to me, that's that's what makes a remaster. Like, if I if I had to say it in one sentence, go play Diablo Two Resurrected. You'll see what I want in a remaster. It's mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Even the soundtrack, like they didn't they didn't fuck with it. They just, you know. It's like Lord of the Rings when they released their digital grade last year. They didn't fuck with it. They just they added the visual touches that they couldn't add back then that just make it sharper and it looks like it was filmed last year, but it's not like adding walkers in the background or anything like that. Like it's just yeah. that's what I want. Like Exactly. And Diablo two resurrected nailed it. And with that, we shall conclude episode eighty. And um, we'll give some of the usual plugs. Uh, give us a shout on the voicemail line if you want to tell us what your perfect remaster is at 610-810-1654. And we'll talk about it on our next episode, as I am sure I'll have gone through Diablo 2 for a third time at that point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, shout out to the fans, everyone that is listening, sharing, uh, re- leaving us reviews on iTunes. I really appreciate that. Like, it really helps us get us, you know, get us out there. Um, so everybody leaving the reviews, especially the five stars. We love you. Uh, thank you for that. Um, shout out to the boys at Bad Fodder Figures. Mike, Matt, and Eric, love you guys. Um, always fun to hang out with them Sunday nights. Actually, we're recording on their prime time right now. Sorry, fellas. Uh, but we don't stream, so, you know, we're not we're not necessarily intruding on your network airtime. No, I'm only fucking with them. I love those guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they're, they're good stuff. Check out their podcast. They record live Sunday nights at 9. And uh, they release the episode uh, on podcast feeds for the next day. Um, And you can watch them on Twitch, you know, if you want to watch the live show uh, recast. It's great. A great show. Love those guys. Um, 
Denny and the gang at Tap the Craft, always talking craft beer and all the things that make craft beer great and making it less intimidating and less hipstery and uh, really explaining uh, just the things that go into different craft beer and hops and the process. Like They have such great knowledge. Like it's, You wouldn't think beer could be so interesting, but listening to uh, the crew over the, at Tap the Craft is a really fun like trip of knowledge and, and history at times, too. It's really cool. So love Tap the Craft. Always shout them out. If you want to hang out with us, you can hang out at the save point on tiny.cc slash save point. Uh, check out Kyle's post on the Mario movie. Let us know what you think. Uh, how do you think it's going to go? Maybe it won't be the dumpster fire. I, I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd love to hear somebody I smell something positive. burning. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to hear somebody more positive than me uh, on this. Um, you can email us at theretrorents at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Twitter at theretrorents. I'm at retrorents Al, and Nick is at Black Eagle Ops. Hit us up on Twitter if you have any questions or any input for the show. We'd love to hear from y'all. Uh, always happy to chat with y'all. And uh, Nick is at Black Eagle Ops on Twitch. I will plug my Twitch at RetroRents Al only because we're starting to get close to Extra Life Marathon season, and I will oh, be doing yeah. that again this year. Um, just waiting to under figure out what day it is and then plan that with the wife and family. Uh, I'm sure my kids will be making another appearance this year and, and playing along as they did last time. They have so much fun, uh, not just playing games and hanging out on stream, but uh, what I love about my kids is they just, knowing that they're helping out other kids, like they, they are so charged to be able to take part in that, and that just feels really cool uh, to share that with them and, and be able to help uh, you know, the, the Children's Hospital Network. So I'm looking very forward to that. Um, other than that, I think we will hang it up here. And, um, Nick, do you have anything you want to plug? Anything you're doing in the next week or two that, uh, you want everyone to know about? No, I don't think, uh, anything specific coming up that I know of. Yeah, yeah. no more, no more World of Warships? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's been uninstalled. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, hang out, uh, over at Nick's Twitch, uh, and you can watch somebody that's way better at Hades than me. Um... <laughs> And I, I had a lot of fun hanging out on his uh, channel the other night. Um, he had Hades uh, Phase 1 almost down for the count, but I feel like he was self-fulfilling, uh, prophesying himself the whole time. He's like, this is not going to be this is not going to be a winning run. Yeah, you can tell. Like, when you're into it, like, the boons aren't lining up. Like, this isn't happening. Uh, but yeah, you're always, you're always a good watch, man. I had fun hanging out the other night. That's awesome. Oh. Thanks. Other than that, uh, as usual, folks, you know, stay safe, stay healthy, um, be nice to each other and everybody around you, and as always, have fun, play games, and don't be dicks. Peace! See ya! Bye, Craig. <laughs>